Side to row to center. Lundig shoots. He scores! Johnny Lundig does it again! Jarvis in close shot. There's a goal! Seth Jarvis, the 17-year-old. Short side, glove side, high, just under the crossbar. Cutting to the front of the net, and they score. Reese Newkirk along the right wing just took the pass. That was phenomenal patience from Seth Jarvis and the winner. Hey, this is Reese Newkirk, and you're listening to the Pucklandia podcast. Welcome into Pucklandia, a live in-person edition with uh, Kurt Pose of uh, uh, PNW Hockey Talk. PNW Hockey Talk. Let's uh, let's let's start with that. So, since we've we've had you on the show before, but you know you've gained yourself a, a, a position with uh, you know what PNW Hockey Talk with uh, Josh Kreiser and, and his organization. What? What's what's that been like so far, and, and how do you how do you get that opportunity? Uh, it's it's been a whirlwind. Um, I didn't expect it. I kind of wanted to do some more long form type of writing rather than just kind of tweets. Um, going into kind of this past off season and kind of basically day one of off season, Josh reached out and um, we kind of started talking from there. And Brandon Rivers, who's kind of more the back end part of the site, um, we had a good talk and. Um, it just seemed like a really good fit from there, and so Neely Cup was my first kind of coverage of the team. Um, I've been to a couple practices, and I went to the last home game, so um, getting more acclimated. But um, it's been a whirlwind in a good way. Yeah, it's it's nice to have have those opportunities, you know. And uh, you know, we, this is a a league and a, and a team that doesn't get the coverage it deserves, and so it's nice to see somebody that wants to, you know, invest their their time in that, and uh, you know, bring us some some interesting perspectives and, and stories and whatnot. I know I used to do some writing on my own, but it just seemed like it took too long. I, I prefer this format myself. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, I'm definitely learning the balance of like kind of when to make it an article, when to make it a tweeter, um, and then just not being on the pod. So kind of just however, and I'm glad to be of service to warehouse fans. Yeah, well, and, that's, and that helps, and that's good for, again, good for this show too, because I try to, you know, have different voices on so it's not the same i mean i'm sure people would rather i was i was on every week too but uh you know and there's always trying to find a deeper bench you know what i mean mm-hmm. to, to pull from and so that's i appreciate you know your time you yeah. know as far as coming on the show so uh you you even dedicate enough even on a, on an off day to, to do some some coverage of this hockey team right yeah yeah i was at practice earlier today got to watch them uh go through Go through practice, um, coming off the last two games this weekend, uh, kind of just getting lines, getting the vibes of practice, um, getting also an understanding of just how Mike Johnson kind of runs the team. Because uh, like you, you can see it on game days, but kind of seeing how they get there is, is a different process. So um, kind of when I was first starting up with PNW Hockey Talk, Josh was mentioning how the team's all about like speed and compete and this and and you you'll hear it like in the quotes you'll hear them go over it but then to see it in practice of you know every drill is black versus red you know all the drills are moving fast paced so it's it's really kind of practicing what they preach and getting to see that in person was was cool and and kind of seeing how that kind of winning tradition comes to be every day well you know these guys are 
ultra competitive, that's how you, you get to this level and keep, you know, climbing the ladder like, mm -hmm. like they are. And so if you can, you know, it, you, you hear those stories all the time, you know, whether you're, you know, playing tiddlywinks or, or, or ping pong or whatever, like, you know, if you're keeping score. And so you find a way to motivate the, the kids by, you know, well, by keeping score, or by, you know, man versus man, then you yeah. can, you can keep them engaged, keep them interested as far as, you know, as opposed to a, a drill that, you know, I don't, I don't see the point in this drill or whatever, but if it's, you know, beating the other guy, well, then, then that, that gets, that's going to get your, 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 uh, your juices flowing, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, but it, uh, It's funny you mentioned ping pong because at Neely Cup, there actually was a table set behind one, kind of where the guys stretch. Yeah. And there's a very competitive tournament and ranking system between the guys. Yeah. I'm going to try to get a bigger scoop later in the year. But yeah, every little thing is a competition. Yeah. yeah and again, it's, it's you know, we, and we talk about this all the time too, that, you know, as society evolves and hockey evolves, our coaching has to evolve too and to try to like... You know, it's adapt to today's player, and it's it's the thing we talk about on these these kinds of shows all the time. But you know, it's uh, it, it's probably a little easier to do if you're, you know, have been in the league as long as as Mike has, and as and as well as both his assistants. And so you've kind of like, you know, seen that change gradually, as opposed to like, you know, some of these guys that are in the pros for a while and then drop back in and try to, you know, readjust. And we've seen. Seen some issues with that with other coaches around the league. Again, I'll say it one more time on this show that I'm, you know, it's it's nice to have the the, the coaching staff that we do here. That you know, I'm not I'm not worried about uh, anything blowing up. You know, as far yeah. as the, the one scandal they had was trying to be too good to the players. So <laughs> you know, it's uh, you can live with that. But yeah. So we're a couple weeks in. We're still. Obviously, we still haven't seen this Portland lineup at full strength at, at any point as far as guys coming back from camp, you know, a, a significant su suspension of, of, a, of a key guy. You know, obviously, you're, you're you know, probably a couple guys banged up and whatnot. I mean, what, uh, let's, let's, let's look at the, the, the two home games over the weekend, which is, you know, what most of us have seen. I mean, between the video feed being bad in camp from the, the weekend before, you know, for example, I mean, what, what, uh, kind of, what are your broad brush strokes over the, the, the Everett game and the Vancouver game? Um, I think the, the kind of biggest takeaway is the scoring by committee approach last year that they had. I think it's kind of evolved to another level where they're just attacking in waves. Um, I think the addition of Davies really gave some, like, kind of spice to the lineup and some speed that, um, Mike Johnston was mentioning that second line of like him, O'Brien, and whether it's uh, Nguyen or um, Zakreski, um, they're just fast and they're on you. And that is one play style. And then you have the top line of Klaus and Stefan and Bedazzoni, and that's puck possession. That's more cerebral. They're quick passes and whatnot. And then the third line hits you with the, the thunder of uh, Shelter, Johnson, and Chazowski. And that, so far, has just not been stoppable by other teams. They've scored at least four goals every game. More often than not, they're scoring five or six. Um, and like you mentioned, that they haven't been at full strength, so they were, out, were without Nguyen for uh, these past two games. Um, and then they have their kind of top young guns in McDonough and Miller that still haven't suited up this season. Um, so that's three more forwards you're able to add to however you want to make that lineup. So um, I think the biggest takeaway is the offense is going to be very strong this year. 
which obviously it's going to be hard to find ice time for everybody, and they'll yeah, which is a nice problem to have, and they'll 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 figure that out. But you know, and again, back to having an experienced you know staff there is going to be nice. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you figure, you know, this is a really unique you know forward group in that three 20 year old scoring forwards. I'm not sure yeah. that I've seen that kind of a mix before. I mean, oftentimes your your 20s are are more of a Taylor Peters type as far as, you know, win draws, you know, uh, you know, penalty kill, leadership, yeah. you know, that kind of thing, but Lane, you know, Lane Gillis's, Jake Reishes's kind of kind of guys. Great, yeah, great examples. Yeah. Great examples. You know, guys that, you know, you're not really expecting you know, to put the put the, put the puck in the net. Who was the, who was the kid? His dad was Overhart. Yep. You know, a guy like that. You know, yeah. that. You know, you're like, if you get some goals out of him, that's great. Right. You know, but you're not expecting that. Well, these guys are not not th- those kind of players at all. No, yeah, you know? they're locked into the top six. Yeah, and you know, you're looking thirty goals more yeah. potentially from each of them. Yeah. And I mean, that's. It's pretty good, and they're not, obviously not going to World Juniors or anything like that. So you yeah, have no, you, you have your overage for that, yeah, overage for a whole year, and so that's that. I I don't think I've ever really seen a a, a group like that. And not here it, in Portland, that's for sure. Maybe, yeah, maybe other teams in the league have, but maybe. Not here. But then, but then you throw in again, you know, some of these other guys that like we talk about, you know, Nguyen, who I haven't seen yet that I expect big things out of, and. You know, even even Chazowski on the on the lower line and, and all that. So it's it's oftentimes you're scoring by committee. It's almost you're settling for that. Like you know, it's not really what you want to do, but you're just kind of hoping for the best. But I think I think this is more of a guaranteed situation. Yeah, and I think it is because they have those different options is that if there is a team that's able to counter one of those styles, the other two should be able to still be effective. Um, and so far I think that's been proven. And, um, yeah, I, I, so far there hasn't been an option by an opposing coach and maybe that's because you know teams were missing people at NHL camps or injuries also. You know, It's still early, but um, you know maybe they're trying to get more film on Portland, but um, so far, they're attacking in waves, and there just hasn't been an answer. Yeah, those uh, both nights. I mean, they scored like immediately. Yeah, and you know, and so you you you, you jump down the other guy's throw, and they just you know the, the silver tips and the, and the giants just really had no answer after that. Yeah, that, that first punch, they really had no counter punch. Yeah, 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 and especially if you're able to be be on the attack the whole, from the start. Um, yeah, you're leaving the opponent at a disadvantage. Um, and having to change their game plan by the first intermission. No, yeah, both crowds. I mean, they felt like looking at the score sheet afterwards. I I would have thought more more than four thousand. You know, both both nights felt like like good crowds. I mean, yeah. you know, it was. I mean, our building's too big for one thing, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But but yeah, it's. Uh, you know, I, I, I mentioned, you know, online, it was just that, that Everett game, you know, felt good physicality. I mean, you, you felt like you, you, you knew the, the opponent. I mean, it felt, you know, there's usually such a drop-off from the playoffs when the, you know, regular season starts as far as the intensity. And it almost seemed like like it was a continuation of the playoffs in a way is, is how, how it felt to me. Maybe I was just really excited to be back in the rink. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the, the familiarity helps and um, – a talented coach like Dennis Williams, like he's he's going to get the most. He's going to have 
plans for you know playing against Portland. So I think that definitely helps. Um, and I th- I would say they're similar in that they have like a good amount of depth. They probably don't have like, you know the one high profile player like a Wenatchee might have in their lineup, but. Um, they're going to kind of attack you in waves and play good structured defense. So I think kind of similar styles made it a little bit more competitive. I mean, just going off the name recognition, I mean, yeah, there's nobody on that server tips squad that really scares me at the moment. I mean, you know, maybe maybe that changes. Maybe we see, I mean, guys are obviously going to develop over the year. And yeah. obviously, like you mentioned, Williams is, is going to be good at that. At, at least develop them on the ice. Off, off the ice is maybe a different story. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I don't know if they, if they if if they play like that. Continue, you know, I don't, I don't know how they're playing against other teams, but they're gonna they're gonna have a hard time against yeah. against Portland. Yeah, this I've year. got a couple of their other games, and they're they're staying consistent. They're always competitive and, and fighting the opponent. So. Side note, isn't that? I mean, you know, we bitch about the the video feed. I guess I already did. You know, as far as that, you know, feed and Kent was 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 unwatchable. But yeah, I mean, it gets better every year. You know, and the yeah. equipment gets better, and the angles get better, and the access we've had over the last couple of years, as far as everyone gets the all-you-can-eat package. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to have to get that separately. You know, through the league, and yeah, and you know, and it didn't cost me anything extra on top of my tickets this year, and that's nice. And like, it's you know, I mean, they, they, they you should get credit when credit is due. You know, I mean, I I, I probably referenced this one bef- before, but. You know, the very first time we had Wi-Fi on an airplane, okay, there had to be a first flight that right. did it, right? And it was scheduled we're going to have Wi-Fi for half of the flight, and then we're going to shut it off halfway through. Why they did that, I don't know, but that was that was the thing. And so they, we fired it up, and so the, the pioneers of in-flight Wi-Fi, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's happy, and they're doing whatever they're doing on their phones, whatever, tablets. And then they get halfway through, and they shut it off, and everybody was pissed. <laughs> and it's like, well, we just got that. Like we did, you know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like we we immediately become accustomed to this is where we have raised the bar to the level of convenience that we like, and then and then we don't know how to go back. hundred percent, yeah. And so you know, it's kind of like the, the the video feed for the league. Like it's better than it's ever been. Yeah. But when it doesn't work. And I, then I'm then I'm grumpy about yeah, it. You know yeah. what I mean? So uh, it's yeah, like I guess the same way. I get I can get upset. <laughs> yeah, the Kent game was tough to watch. There's been a couple others that have had difficulties. Um, who was it? I think uh, Tri City played a game where there's no audio for the first period, for there's some technical difficulties. Well, it's because they don't have a guy. <laughs> but you know, but that's that's because yeah, because I, I, I think I know what's going on there, but I don't. But uh, but yeah, because uh, Westy's retiring and. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a guy, but I think they have a guy. I think they're wait. It's I think it's kind of like the European players. So you got to get a visa to clear. <laughs> I think that's kind of where they're at. But but that's neither here nor there. But um, but yeah, no, it's good. It's yeah, it's, the video the video feed's great, and it's nice that you know. I'm I'm sure that Portland fans are taking advantage of being able to watch random games, or at least some of us are. Oh you yeah. Know what I mean? Oh yeah. And I I haven't got settled into that quite yet so far this year, but uh, but but I will. You know. Yeah. And then that Vancouver game, I mean, that was kind of more of the same, right? I mean, they're and I don't, I don't think they're going to be that good of a squad this year either. But I mean, they they had a, they had a tough time. They're they're real young. Um, I was able to speak with their coach um, after the game, and 
it would have been an easy easy day to say like no I'm not I'm not going to talk we lost you know six two but he was um, super uh, considerate of his time and he was like yeah we're a young team we've got a bunch of 16s and 17s and Portland's got a bunch of 19s and 20s and they're kind of showing what you aspire to be in a year or two or, you know down the road so I think they're they're like very aware of kind of their situation of what it was going to be um, and just the maturity in Portland's game took over and, and it was an easy night for Spoonar and, um, and I think you could see more of that uh, this season, um, I think the challenge is going to be the guys keeping the foot on the pedal all sixty minutes. Because that game, you could say, like the third period sh- shifted, and it was because Portland was comfortable being you know, six one. Um, but when you start getting towards the crunch games or whatnot, you're if you open that door for an opponent, they might be able to take the night away from you. When you thought you were saying, yeah, yeah, a league like this. I mean, you know, life comes at you fast. You punch a couple goals in and. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've we've definitely seen that, you know, one way or the other, you yeah. know, in some some of some of these games here. Yeah, I, uh, you know, Manny Manny's been, you know, has a good track record, you know, and oh, he's yeah. obviously knows the league, you know, inside and out. Even even has been around that long. I mean, you know, obviously he had to, you know, follow this team very closely for four years, even from being you know overseas at the time, and then uh, you know when 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 Lane Viveros was on the club, and then. You know, took Swift Current, and you know, they really needed that championship in the worst way, as far mm-hmm. as having a, you know, the, the 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 previous championships they had were you know tainted, you know, with uh, <laughs> with the worst worst coaching worst coaching scandal than what we're dealing with, but uh, and so it's nice to be able to, to to wipe that out, as far as you know, the view from Swift Current at the time, and and moved up in the pros, and now he's back in our league, and so. Yeah. You know, he probably knows what he's got in yeah. in the in the Giants, and and you know he's been able to been able to build you know a championship team in, in this league before, and so we'll see if they can recapture their previous glory. But yeah. you know, I talked to um, Bill Wilms and uh, you know their 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 pub by play guy. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to go on um, intermission, second intermission on the on the radio. And, you know, Bill told me off air that uh, nights like this are kind of hard to do on the radio. And he wasn't sure how much longer he wanted to do it. But, <laughs> but he's like, yeah, if you're up, you're up 6-1, it's, you know, it's pretty easy. You yeah. know, he's like, down 6-1, it's going to be hard to talk about. Yeah. I, and I told him that there was going to be a lot of guys in the, you know, road, you know, radio booth that were going to have that same problem, I think, this yeah. year. And, you know, as far as the... You know, I guess two two games is, is, is a relatively small sample size, but it also you know confirms what I think a lot of us have expected that we already talked about with the you know the, the makeup of this team. We didn't again. I, st- I still think it's it's you know about that experience you know back end which we haven't even touched on, but yeah. that's really where it starts. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I think you saw the difference between the first couple games this season when they were missing you know four guys or or Ryder Thompson came back for part of that weekend, but. Um, you know the difference, just the loss, the loss of the puck in the neutral zone, and just the composure, kind of being able to defend the net and defend the rush, um, kind of night and day between when they were having to put in the rookies, who you know, again, uh, discredit them because you know they're they're new to the league and they're going to be learning. But the difference between having a bunch of NHL drafted guys versus them, it's you know very very different, and that's just the cycles of junior hockey, you know. Portland's at the top of their cycle right now, whereas, you know, other teams are, you know, on that rebuilding phase. So, 
Yeah, you mentioned coming off the rush. I mean, to have a defenseman up on the rush, on the you know right hand side, especially like on the wing, on the there all night, yeah. all night. You, you you could you know especially with where the them goofy numbers sometimes like you you can't tell you can't tell who's who's playing what position sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, it seemed like every every time up the ice, there's defenseman coming you know breaking into the zone with the puck. It's it's yeah. it's such a you know unique. I guess it's I guess it's less unique because a lot of teams are doing that now. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's so like what you know Mike Johnson has done over the over the years, like to the T, and and and, and has the personnel to, to to play that way right now. And yeah. a, lot, a lot a lot of coaches, you know, a lot of coaches wouldn't be able to, the, the, the Dennis Williams of the world. They're not really well. I guess we got Zellweger. That's one thing. But I mean, a lot of these guys, you know, don't want to push the pace like that and it seems like they really have the horses to do it right now yeah yeah and i mean that starts from drafting when i was at neely cup you know whether it was the guys they drafted or invites it was a lot of very mobile uh defensemen who were composed with the puck and you know maybe they're five five at 15 and you hope they grow or maybe they you know grow or not but you kind of start with those base skills because you're you're kind of setting what you want from the beginning and you can work from there you can work on their defensive game you can work on getting them stronger yeah yeah i mean you know johnson's on the record, saying he doesn't, he doesn't care how big they are when they they draft them because they're gonna, they're gonna continue on. You know, and I was yeah. talking to, you know, Chad Leslie of the Swift Current Broncos the other day, and he was talking about drafting a, a defenseman at five four or whatever it was, and he's you know, six five now or whatever. Right. And so it, yeah, exactly. And so you know, you can't you can't bank on that, no. you know, but it's nice when it happens. You know what I mean? Like you're you're, you're hoping for that. And, right. Yeah. So you throw that in with uh, you know a little bit of na- <coughs> nature and nurture, and now you really got something. Yeah. 